On tonight's show, we have serial entrepreneur, John C. Hobson. And now, for your host, Cool Car. Welcome back, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 122 of the Kicking It With Cool Car Show. 122, y'all, we're running it up, we're running these numbers up. And I can't be happier. I love it. I love it. I love it. Have some great, great guests coming on here, man. Dropping gems, giving you guys value. That's what I do it for. I tell you all the time. I cannot do it without you. I do it for you. All right. So I appreciate everyone tuning in. If you're catching on the live, you're catching on the replay. If you're catching it on Apple, Spotify, podcasts, all that, it's much appreciated. All right. So listen. Last week I had Suki Gale. She is an adventure racer. She came on a while ago. She was on several, several episodes back. Um, came on. She is also like a wellness coach. She does yoga. The whole nine. You make sure you go check that out. Like I said, you can watch it on YouTube or you can stream it on the podcast sites. Uh, just check it out, man. Show her some love. All her links are in the description. If you want to check her out, contact her. She's great. Phenomenal. All right. But tonight... We have another fabulous woman coming on here. She goes by the name of John C. Hobson. She is a serial entrepreneur. She's a real estate agent, realtor. Just, she does it all. She has multiple, multiple businesses, multiple streams. But most of all, what I love about it, the whole, her whole situation is that she is rooted in God. She is speaking that gospel. She is just like pouring into everyone that she comes into contact with. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about all that, man, because that's where it starts. And she's rooted in that. And I can't do nothing but appreciate that because that's what I'm all about. You know, I start my show off with the prayer. So we're going to do that once we jump in with her. Um, without further ado, let me bring her in like how I like to do it. And let's get to know Jossie. Let's get it, y'all. the show john c hey <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 we finally made it happen i appreciate you coming on uh i really do appreciate you absolutely i am grateful i'm thankful to be here yes 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 i know you're busy so um you know it's not taken for granted at all um i like to start my show off with a prayer i know you're very familiar with that so i know i don't even have to ask if you cool with that or not i know you cool with that <laughs> for sure. all right so Yes, definitely. So let's get to it. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for bringing us together for a great and beautiful conversation. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, I just pray and ask that 
we can just uh, pour into everyone who catches this episode, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. We just thank you for Johnsy's talents, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, her ambition, her, her following of you, her worshiping of you, her pouring into others. With you, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, in mind, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you for life. We thank you for love. We thank you for happiness. We just give you all the glory, all the, glory, all the love, all the praise in your name. Amen. Amen. Yes. Love it. Yes, yes, yes. Mississippi. Yes. <laughs> I'm from Mississippi. I read somewhere you were born in Mississippi. Okay, yes. <laughs> I, was, I was born in Mississippi. I was in Mississippi for about from... Till I was probably first grade, and then I started moving around because my I was a military kid. Ah, me too, me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But my wow. family, like my whole family, is pretty much in Mississippi. So I was in and out, you know, young, one, two, three, then moved to Cali, came back. My mother passed away when I was nine. I moved back there for like three years, you know, just back and forth. So. And I'm, you know, I'm close now, so you know, I try to get down there when I can. But yeah, Mississippi yeah. rooted, man. So, do yeah, you have mom, family? Go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. my mom's side of the family is in Mississippi. Okay, what part? Uh, Jackson, Greenville. Okay. Um, Isola, Belzoni, the Delta, like. Okay, okay. So I'm down on the coast, Miss, uh, like Waveland, Bay St. Louis, Biloxi, Gulfport. Biloxi, I got. Okay, I got some family up there in Gulfport, Biloxi. Yeah, yeah, they scattered. They scattered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, when you from Mississippi, they all over the place. Right, all over the right. place, man. I'm telling you. But yeah, that's cool though. I read that. I was like, okay, all right. That's dope. Yeah. You know, we got that. We got that. That um, that comforting spirit. You know what I'm talking about? Like people yes. just feel comfortable with us. It's that yes. southern. That southern. Absolutely. Yeah. That hospitality is just it's just growing mm-hmm. in us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. man. I would like, listen, when I was in New York, that was like the biggest thing when people would encounter me that were from there. were like, man, I know you're not from here. Where are you from, man? Like, you got this common spirit, just cool, yeah. genuine, you know what I'm saying? Transparent, always. Always, yeah. Yeah. Always. So let's talk about your business. We're not going to jump into this just yet. I want you to just mm-hmm. kind of list off your businesses because you are a true-to-life serial entrepreneur. So if we could just start there, can you just list your businesses that you got going right now? Um, well, I am, uh, where do I want to start? Okay, so I done had a few streams, okay? Mm-hmm. But do you want me to talk about all the streams I done had or the ones that I got now? No, give us a rundown of everything that you've got going, that you've had going and okay. that you have going. You don't have to go into detail because we'll jump into that later. But I just want everybody to kind of get an overview of what, you know, where you've been and where you're going. Okay, well, the first stream was my lingerie company. Okay. Um, the second stream was um, Naked Jigs and just my hair company. The third stream was my virtual call center, J Virtual Talk. The okay. fourth stream was... Um, uh, drop shipping on eBay. Oh, I tried Amazon. We'll talk about that. Why I didn't <laughs> stick with that. But um then the sixth the I'm on the fifth stream, I think the fifth stream is real estate. Okay. The sixth stream was Airbnb. The seventh stream I started doing courses and teaching on everything that I do. Okay. Um and the eighth stream was my cleaning company, Christine Clean. The ninth stream was Dang. I know, right? I'll be getting, I'll be trying to go in order. Like, the ninth stream was um, 
Oh, I had, I, oh, I forgot because I don't even do it no more. But I had a branding marketing company called J Marketing Solutions. Okay. Um, then I just stopped that because I like to work smart, not hard. You know, okay. I, I was focused on so many other people's brands. I was taken away from my own. Right. But um, I guess my night stream will be mentorships because I do mentorships now. So um, did I forget one? I always feel like I'm forgetting one, but that's, that's what I could think of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah, so nine is what you, you've had. Well, I'm about course. to launch one on my birthday, so that'll make it ten. God dang. Yeah. And you, how old? I know, you know, you're not supposed to ask a woman <laughs> her age, but. I'm 22. I'll be 23 next Tuesday. Wow, you got an old soul. I can feel it on you. <laughs> I can feel it on you. No, yeah. that's, yeah, that's commendable. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's very commendable. But we're going to jump into the businesses. We'll talk a little bit more in depth about the businesses because I want you to tell people about, of course, the call center, the opportunities that you provide to people. And some people may be interested in that. And then also, you know, they could run their own business or they could come and work under you, so on, so to speak. Right. right? So but we'll dive into that. But I want to talk. Let's let's revert back to God, because mm -hmm. I hear you say on your Instagram a lot that you you can't have all these streams without securing the soul first, without getting right with God. Speak to right. these people about that because I feel like that's so key because like, cause I, I heard you say, or I read you something, you were like, there's so many entrepreneurs out here whose souls are lost and they're not right. And that's why we have all this foolery going on. People just kind of lost and not knowing their way and just getting so engulfed in the money that they kind of lose right. themselves because they're not... I don't want to say save, but they just, they don't know God and are rooted in God. So kind of speak to that. Yeah. I mean, securing the soul, it kind of sounds exactly what it is. I mean, securing the soul. I tell people your soul is your mind, your body, and your spirit. Okay. So securing your mind, you securing your thoughts, securing your body, you securing your actions, securing your spirit, you're securing how, your emotions and stuff. So like, um, when you I tell people, when I was at the peak of entrepreneurship and I was making all this money, I was like, oh, like I was depressed. Like I was so depressed and people looking at the outside and they would have been like, oh my God, Johnson, you lit, you got this going on. You got that. You got properties, you got cars. Like I still was, my soul wasn't secured. I was still needing to heal from things of my past. Right. I was still dealing with the passing of my ex. I was still dealing with childhood trauma, things that I went through as a kid. And like, once I got the money, it's like I worked so hard to get the money. And once I got it, I still wasn't happy. So then I had to get realistic. And it's like, okay, John C, why do you feel this way? Like, what's really going on? And I had to self-evaluate myself and say, John C, you still broken from certain things. And yeah. you need to heal. In real life, you need to heal. So, um... I tell people secure the soul before you secure a stream because when you secure the soul, what I mean is like secure your um your 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 purpose, like have your purpose secure. Because yeah. when you operate in your purpose, and your purpose is what God gives you. It's not your career, it's not you know what you do as a side hustle. It's like literally it comes from God. Yeah. So whatever God has purposed you to do and you operate in that, the money is gonna come anyway. Absolutely. Like the money is always going to come when you focus on God and keep God in the center, like in real life, 
not just God knows my heart. I love God. But in real life, live a lifestyle for God. Glorify God in everything that you do. He's going to honor you and he's going to reward you for doing so. So securing the soul is you got many entrepreneurs who are out here, mean girls, nice, nasty. And the reason why I always say that first is because I got people. I had somebody DM me and tell me, Johnsy, I'm so thankful that you're not a mean girl. I said, what's a mean girl? They was like, you know, the people that be on Instagram, you know, but in like talking all this women empowerment stuff. But in real life, in person, they they just like they nasty. They mean, they nice, nasty. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like look at you like the scum of the earth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have never had that kind of spirit about me, like ever. I have always been humble, even when I didn't have a lot. I always have been humble. So I tell people, secure your soul because you got entrepreneurs who are still wounded. Yeah. from things it don't necessarily got to be childhood trauma or depression it can be anything it can be you know your your mom passed you didn't really get to grieve or get over that yeah. I, one thing i really see in business and entrepreneurship is the spirit of rejection and in the spirit of rejection is rooted in abandonment so when somebody doesn't support their business or when somebody doesn't shop with them they feel rejected and they take offense to it that's that's not you shouldn't, as an entrepreneur, you shouldn't take offense to anything such as that. But the reason being, you got to go to the root of what's triggering that emotion. Yep. So typically it'd be abandonment. Typically probably their father walked out or their mom walked out or, you know, so I tell entrepreneurs that are trying to get into the entrepreneurship, especially trying to secure multiple streams of income. You need to secure your soul before you secure any stream because, yeah, you can secure the, uh, the streams all day, every day, but it's going to affect and it's going to bleed into how you, you know, you operate your business. Yeah, absolutely. Because you can't mask it with money. Whatever you whatever you're going through, whatever personal feelings or issues you got, you can't mask it with the money. You're only going to be out there looking clown and treating people right. just terrible. You know what I'm saying? Right. So what, what did you... I know you found your purpose. What did you discover? Like, what was your purpose when you you dove into God and and trying to figure it out? Well, I realized my purpose was to help people find their purpose. Okay, no, that (laughs) you know that was my purpose was to help people find their purpose. So, like, I tell people it was really a prophetic word that got me, like, that kind of sealed the deal with my calling in life, like. I always had this idea of the woman I wanted to be, who I desired to be. But because I was in the streets and doing certain things, I just never knew how to get to. Like, I didn't know how to become that woman. Right. But I went to church one day. My mom dragged me to church. And this woman started prophesying to me. And I never believed that kind of stuff. I was like, man, here go this woman acting like she know me. You know, she walking up <laughs> to me. So, But she told me, she said, she said, oh, she was like, she walked up. She's like, I got chills when I walked up to you. She was like. You're not just going to have one business. She was like, you're going to have multiple. She was like, and God's going to give you the strategy on how to operate every single one. She was like, you're going to be a generational bloodline breaker in your family. You're going to be the first one to obtain wealth. She said, many people in your family, they got money, but you're going to be the first one to obtain wealth and abundance. That's what she told me. At the time, I'm looking at this woman like, you know, it, it, it like sparked something in me. It's as if God was talking to me. Cause I'm like, how does this woman know all of this about me? Cause she said way more. I just don't want to get into it. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I'm like, how does this woman, you know, how does she know so much about me? How does she know the woman I'm trying to be? I'm not even her yet. If she see it. So I'm like, you know, it kind of gave me hope. If she see it, I can become it. So when I became that woman, you know, I started working towards entrepreneurship. 
I realized I want to help people get that same spark that I felt. So I realized my purpose was helping people discover their purpose and helping people cultivate that purpose because I can't help you discover it. You know, God is going to get you, you know, that's that. But I can help you cultivate it. I can help you step into the fullness of the anointing that God has placed on your life. So that's when I realized, you know, it's bigger than just business. It's bigger than just making money and sales. I was like, I want to help people secure their soul so that they can be a bomb entrepreneur. Yeah. And a bomb person. Right. At the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Be a bomb person at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're an a-hole, you see that in business. And the money's going to make it worse. You know, you hear it all the time, but it's the truth. It's going to yeah. make it worse. It's going to magnify it and you're going to self-destruct eventually. Or somebody's going to mess around and hurt you. <laughs> or or, or you're going to end up throwing it all away by doing something ignorant, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, you talk a lot about, um, you know, your past. And, you know, you said you've been through things. You've done things. And, you know, and now you're here. You So, before you found Christ, you did jump into the entrepreneur realm. What led you to that? Like, how did you break free of what the devil had you doing? You know, you ain't got to get into, you ain't got to get into all of it, but I'm just saying what, what yeah. made you break free or what changed in your life? What happened that, that made you say, you know what, devil, I can't do this no more. I'm yeah. going to try this, you know, even though you didn't try it with God first, but it, you yeah. know, you, you kind of got back around to it, but what was it that, you know, kind of pushed you away? Well, I was, I was never an entrepreneur until I found God. I wasn't an okay. entrepreneur Okay. I was in the streets, an entrepreneur. I was like okay. self-employed, but it wasn't legal, you know. Right. <laughs> like, I was doing, <laughs> I was doing illegal stuff, you know, to, okay. to make money or whatever. But um, my breaking point was when my ex passed away, okay. because me and my ex, we was like this, like we was friends, we was best friends before we were ever anything more than that. Right. You know, you saw him, you saw me. I'm right by his side. Wherever he at, I'm with him. So um, when I first moved to Atlanta, I had got my own apartment. When I met him, ended up moving in with him okay. Um, in the ghetto. He was a street dude, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was about that life. We was in the hood, our little, our little spot or whatever. Okay. But um, what, what made me say, you know, I got to pivot from this lifestyle is when he passed away. Because I went through the worst depression, like the, um, I was just out of it. Mentally, I was out of it. I tried to attempt suicide three times. The last time they had to pump my stomach because I tried to overdose on Percocets. He will always be taking Percocets. And I used to always be like, why are you taking those Percocets? Like, why are you, why are you doing that? He would be like, cause it'll make me feel nothing. And I remembered that when he died because I didn't want to feel absolutely nothing. So it started from me taking two Percocets a day to three Percocets a day to like five Percocets to 10 oh, to man. 20. Okay. 20 and so, a day? Yeah, 20. I was zombie. I was a zombie out here. Like, oh legit. My God. Like when I look at old videos of myself, like I was like, girl, God, it was nothing but God. But yeah. um, yeah, that was my breaking point when he passed away because I realized I tried the clubbing, partying and stuff. I was a stripper for like two weeks. I didn't like men looking at me. That's why I stopped and I went back to doing my illegal stuff with okay. money. Because <laughs> I was like, it was just the girls I was hanging with. They were dancers. So I, I, I tried it, but it wasn't, it wasn't for me. Okay. Um, 
and you know the drinking and i was on percocets heavy i was taking percocets like crazy and to the point where i was like i legit god i'm tired of feeling like this like i don't yeah. know what i'm doing in this life i don't want to be here you know what i'm saying and i woke up mad as hell when i i was in the hospital i'm like why am i still here god like why am i still here wow so you that didn't was even want to be here anymore yeah i didn't no i was Just... like i don't I, I checked out because that was like my first ever heartbreak you yeah. know like in high school I, I i dated like i had one high school boyfriend and it was like one of those like you know um it was very innocent you know what i'm saying we yeah. in high school like i wasn't yeah. those fast grown girls like until probably um 18 i think i started okay. being very uh we can talk about that later but anyway <laughs> you know um yeah so me, me and my ex, you know, like that was somebody that was my first. I don't, I don't claim this anymore. That at the time, that was my first love. Okay. Um, that was somebody that you know, like I said, we were friends. I was around him, so being having to adjust to not being around him, that broke me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And at the same time, I found out that my friend boyfriend had something to do with it and my friend ex-friend okay she knew about it all along so wow. that's what I isolated myself when i was in hotel rooms i was you know i didn't trust anybody people was right. inviting me out i'm like i don't know if they know that i know something they're gonna try to kill me you know what i'm saying right yeah and what's what's crazy is um what's crazy is before i knew that my friend um boyfriend had something to do with it my friend ended up getting locked up on some okay. illegal stuff that we was doing she ended up getting caught so i was uh i she you know i called her to tell her you know what had happened and that's that's irrelevant that part what's relevant is that her boyfriend had called me it was like john see i need some place to hide out because like i don't like they the block is hot right now yeah. like you know street talking he's like the block is hot. i need somewhere to hide out so I told him he can come to my hotel room. My hotel room, I tell people I don't probably stay there every four to five star hotel in Atlanta. Okay. And wow. yeah, you know what I'm saying? But anywho, <laughs> don't say don't say get it, we'll get it. But anywho, yeah. Um, yeah, he came over and it was like, you know, of course I'm grieving. I'm not about to we never had a relationship where like my friend would feel some type of way. Like if he was around me, I was looking out for him because they're like, man, my dude just got killed. I don't want something to happen to my friend boyfriend. He trying to hide out. Yeah, he can come to the hotel room. Had a big suite. He can stay on that side. I'm on this side. What I realized is that around midnight, he left. He left my hotel room. He was like, okay, John C., I'm about to go. Um, one of my homegirls, I'm about to go kick it with her, But which ended up being one of his other women, okay? Right. But he was like, I'm about to go kick it with her. So then it registered, not that time, but now when I look back at it, I realize, and even when I tell my mom, you know, I talk to people, um, he was there to kill me. He was there to talk to me and find out how much, like, how much did I know? Oh, he wow. was trying to see where my mind was. He didn't need anywhere to hide out at, you know what I'm saying? Because I had thought about it. I'm like, you got all these homeboys on right. the street. Like, why you got to come where I'm at? And then I realized he was trying to size me up and it's crazy because i didn't i was so out of it anyways i wasn't talking about it like that you know right. what i'm saying but i remember um one of the things i had asked him because he was the one that called me and told me that my he was like you got to get to grady hospital because so and so my i'm not gonna say my ex name yep. but he was like so and so he just got um shot three times in the chest so i was like 
at first I had hung up the phone and I was like, he called back. I'm like, stop playing on my phone. He was like, I'm so serious. Y'all see me to get there. And I remember I had asked him, I said, did you have anything to do with this? That was one of the first things I said. I said, did you have anything to do with this? Well, and he was like, he was like, no, he was like, girl, he was like, what is she talking about? But when I re- what I realized is when he came to the hotel room, it was to size me and see how much I knew. And I, I, when I look back at it now, I'm like, God has given me so much grace over my life because he was there to kill me. If I would have talked too much to know that he had something to do with it. It right. wasn't until afterwards that I realized he had something to do with it. So that entire situation, not being able to trust that's what made me isolate myself even more, started popping more Percocets because I'm like, man, I can't talk to my, that was my only friend too. So it was like, I had acquaintances, but that was my only friend that I felt vulnerable with. And I was like, I can't even talk to you. I don't want to talk to my parents because my parents don't even know like how deep I am out here in these streets. So I don't want to like do that. So um, another thing as well is right before, mind you, we lived together. They shot up the house that we lived at. So I was supposed to go to the house to go get my heels. Me and him was beeping. Me and my ex, we was beeping for a day. Right. He was like, you know, it was like that petty. I was being petty. He was the one that would <laughs> never argue with me, but I was being petty. And I was like, I'm about to go out tonight. I'm about to go with my friends. Da, da, da. He was like, you know, do your thing, Sean. You know, this is so right. I ended up leaving. I called him, you know, being petty. Like, I'm about to come get my heels from the house because I'm going out tonight. He was like, okay, come get your heels. So something told me, don't go get your heels. Just stay out and get some more while you're already out with your friends at the mall. So literally, if I would have been there when I went to go get those heels, I would have got shot too. Everybody in the house had got shot. He, It was just a hit on him. But everybody in the house ended up getting shot. So if I would have been there, by me being his woman... I know they would have shot me up. Like, because yeah. I would have knew. I would have knew it was a setup. I would have knew. I would have been able to put two and two together. Like, you know, this is who be in the house. This is like da 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 da. Right. So that's why when I look back at my life, I'm like, God has given me so much grace. But at the time, that was my pivot point because the Percocets wasn't working. Even the strip club wasn't working. The, the, um, the, um, the partying, the drinking, all of that, it just yeah. wasn't working, okay? And then I ended up saying to myself, I said, um, I said, Johnsy, you know, it's a it's a Bible in the hotel drawer. So, you know, hotels got the Bibles in them. Mm-hmm. So I was like, um, I guess that's what people do when they at their lowest, they read the Bible. I didn't know nothing about the Bible. I always look at the Bible as like a Harry Potter book, a big mm-hmm. book with tiny words, you know what I'm saying? Very intimidating. But anywho, um, ended up reaching in the drawer one night, got the Bible, and I was like, God, whatever page it lands on, I'm going to read it. So the page that it landed on was old things pass away for all things become new. And that was like a spark for me. So that was my spark that allowed me to even be able to accept my mother's invitation to go to church. Because for the longest, I was telling her I'm not going to church, forget the church, blah, blah, blah. I was saying worse than that, but I was... Yeah. Hurt, you know. So what I'm she saying? had I been trying through. to get through to you. Yeah, she been. Yeah, she been. So, um, when I seen that verse, I felt like that's exactly what was going on in my life. Old things are passing away, but I still felt like something new was about to happen. So yeah. my mom was like, "You gotta, you gotta get to church." She was like, "You know," she was like, "They got miracles night." She was like, "People legs growing and all kind of miracles happening." 
deaf people starting to hear. I'm like, man, listen, I don't, I see that on TV, and right. I don't believe. It. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I ended up going, and as soon as I walked into the church, I felt like a shift in my spirit. It's like whatever problems I walked in with, I felt it gone. Yeah. Like the anointing was in the atmosphere. Okay, so um, that's that's the night that the woman ended up prophesying to me, and like I said, ever since then, that's when I was like, you know what? I wanna, I wanna, like, I wanna do that for other people as well. So I got into the prophetic. I went to prophetic school, um, okay. got activated, joined the prophetic team, started prophesying to many people all over i was like prophesying to people at walmart i prophesied to santa i was like just <laughs> like oh legit i think that was like my third person i prophesied to was santa at walmart holy wow. spirit pray for his wife because his wife ended up having cancer and so did you wait hold course, on let me ask you so did you feel uh, something on him did you feel this man's yes, energy okay yeah i was very so when with the prophetic it's really just being very discerning People be like, how does God sound? God speaks to everybody in their own kind of language. God yeah. will speak to you how you know, how he knows that you will understand him. It's not that I hear God like God is like, you know, I, I can't describe God's voice. Yeah. It's a feeling that you just get, you know, and the reason how people know it's real, like you're accurate in the pr prophetic it's because it's going to be, it's going to be true. You know, it's yeah. going to be something that they, you know, it's going to be truthful. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's why I tell people psychics, you know, they hear from other things. We're not going to get into that, but psychics are not the same as prophets. Prophets hear from God. Prophets, you know, they go to God. That's their source. Psychics, their source is ancestors that are dead. Psychics are, you know, people that consult with the dead, consult with demons, consult with all of that. Da, da, da. So that's why people be like, how are psychics accurate? Because just like heaven hears your prayer, so does hell. But anywho, yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's, that's a wow. That's a lot, right? Girl, you got a story. And, and you're only on the surface, girl. You. <laughs> I know, right? That's just the. I, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm Man, listen. God has had his way with you. I mean, yeah. look at you now. I see. I saw the old picture you put up of yourself. Look at you now. I know, right? <laughs> like, for real. Look at you now. Wow. Yeah. God is good, I, man. Like, I'll be looking at old photos like, man. And it's crazy because I can see the demons on me now. Now when I look at old photos, I was like, man, Johnson, you was out of here. Yeah. You was. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. You say that, man. I'm, um, We'll talk off camera, but yeah. When you say you can see the demons, like, yeah, I, I'm there with you. I'm th yeah. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm there with you. I see a lot. I see a lot. I don't prophesize, you know, I speak to people, but I don't do it like you, you know, that, that magnitude, but yeah, I see. But that's how God speaks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes God, you know, I tell people all the time, God was speaking to me, to people when I was in the streets, I still had a level of wisdom. Yeah. The thing about it, I just growed in it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. just, you know, that's why I tell people the journey with Christ, it's, a, it's like a walk with Christ. It's a walk with God. It's not a, you know, it's a... You know, it's not a, okay, I'm saved, I'm holy, I'm pure, I'm sanctified. Mm -hmm. No, it's yeah. a daily walk. You know what I'm yeah. saying? The more you walk with God, the more spiritually mature you're going to get. So God uses all of us to speak his message in Absolutely. whichever form or fashion. He's only going to allow you to deny him only so much. I mean, I've yeah. met people who were going through hell. You know, yeah. some of the some of the evilest people 
just speak knowledge to people like but that and see this is the thing you have people like that that will use that as leverage to basically you know back end you and connive you mm-hmm. but you know it's coming from a pure place but they're just using it manipulating they're using it as a manipulation but you yeah. can feel that it's coming from a real place it's god speaking through them absolutely so, like i said he's not gonna allow you to deny him in that sense you can do all the evil things the devilish things you want to do but when right. he puts it on you to speak it to somebody to touch somebody it, it's coming yep. out i don't care how much yep. you deny him it's coming out absolutely it sure is yeah Every time. Every time. yeah now okay we're gonna move on after this question from the past now mm-hmm. as far as your past what what's one thing What's one thing, and I may be your your boyfriend passing, but what's one thing that you took from that and kind of flipped it into a positive that allows you to continue to be successful at prophesizing, worshiping God, speaking it to others, and just in life, period? What um, do you think is the biggest thing? It's a really good question. Um, one thing... It'll hit you. So I think it was my, I think it was my, um, my faith. I didn't, my, as much, well, not as much, but as hard as the devil tried to destroy my faith, I still kept it it was like broken it was stabbed it was shot up it was my faith was listen what they what they call it annihilated it was just mm-hmm. over with but it was still like hanging on you know hanging what i'm on. saying you know everything that i've been through it was still hanging on yes. so i think my faith okay especially to this day has gotten me so far because even to this day i'm always asking god to increase my faith reveal himself to me in ways that I don't, I can't even imagine. Like I'm always asking God to increase my faith in him. So, um, I would say one thing from my past that I don't kept with me. Absolutely. Is my faith. Cause if I don't, if I did, if I folded, like I would not be here today. So my faith, I would have to say my faith for sure. Yeah. And I, I'll say this too. It's probably part of the reason why you were never successful at suicide. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I was never right. <laughs> yeah. Never. Never. Yeah. And I look back and I see why. You know, that's the biggest lie that the enemy tells you is that you have no purpose. You don't deserve to be here. Look at you. You depressed. Look how many people you popping. You zombified. Like the enemy, he loves to beat us down with lies. And I think that's why I fell so in love with God because once I came into contact with the truth mm-hmm. of who I was and who God said I was. I was like, man, I'm love. Yeah. Okay, God, this is how you view me. And once I started, like I said, once I accepted that and I started speaking and declaring that over my life, that's when I saw my life begin to change. So like the enemy, he loves to beat us down with lies. That's why I encourage everybody that watches me, that follows me to always, you know, stay close knitted to God, stay close to him and stay in your word. Speak the word of God over your life, which is true, because that's how the enemy that's how he backs down because he hates it. He knows yeah. it's true. He knows Absolutely. he's telling lies, but because you don't know the truth, he know he can beat you with it. But if you know the truth, you a big threat to the enemy. He know he can say nothing to you. You gonna always cast them out, push them aside to the curb. Yeah, there's so many metaphors or analogies you can use for that because you know we always say eyes wide open, or you gotta keep your eyes open. You know what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. And, and that's the truth. And I'll say this. Eyes got to be open because you got to see the demons. You got to see the devil. They run. When you can see them, they're scattering. They're like roaches. When you can see it, they're going to back down. But when you're so consumed, and this is this is another comparison to what the media and the government does to us. They yeah. have us so consumed with this over here. Yeah. We're not watching what they're doing over there. And that's the same yeah. thing with the devil. Mm-hmm. But once you start to see them, Mm-hmm. The devil backs down, but hell, the government ain't the same. Once we start to see them, they just get rid of you. Okay. Or, listen. or you listen, know. don't let them shut down our live. I know we go. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but again, it's crazy out here. But it is, it is crazy out here. It is. Yeah. But you know, they can't stop you from being open. They can't stop you from having your eyes open. You know, you, like you said, stay in your lane. Right. But I see you. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I see I'm you. Aware. I'm yeah. aware. Yeah. I see you, man. Same page. So, so listen, God bless you. Kudos to you. I'm proud of you for the transformation. You. you know what you have become from where you came from. Like it's amazing. You know, like I said, just seeing the pictures. Just seeing the pictures, I can tell. I see it. <laughs> no, for real. I'm being for real right yeah. now. I see it. I saw it. When I saw the picture, yeah. I was like, yeah. And I don't even know your story. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But to see what you're doing now, like, man, it's nobody but God. It's awesome. And yeah. it's the testimony. And I'm glad that you're out here prophesizing and telling people about your story and just showing them that, hey, that ain't it. And this could be it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, and I'll say something too. One last thing and we'll get off this about the faith thing. I was saying you weren't successful in suicide because you had that faith. I truly believe it's those that just lose all faith. They don't have anything, no ground, no foundation of God, no nothing. And it's just that easy to take your life. I've been there, but I was grounded, rooted in God. My personal relationship with God is strong. I pray every day, all day, whether it's for, if if it's good times, bad times, I'm praying regardless. I'm giving him praise. I'm thanking him. Yeah. You know, hence why I start the show with it. You know, you got to give it to him. So, you know, that was the only thing when I was depressed, that was the only thing that could bring me out. That's it. No, there was yeah. nothing anyone could say or do to bring me up out of that. Yeah. I don't care how much love they gave me, how much I, I loved people, them. I tell people that all the time. When you, it's a very, and that's why I speak so, um, I speak, I don't, I don't get multiple lives speaking on the, the spirit of suicide. Like, I am so passionate about this demonic spirit because I go so hard at it because it's a very sad thing to mentally tell yourself you are ready to leave this earth. Yeah. Like when you truly think about it, it's like you ready to take your life and you just like, that's deep. You know what I'm saying? For you to get yourself there mentally and go ahead and make that decision. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, they might feel it. They might say they're going to do it, but they never try to, you know what I'm saying? It's a difference when you actually try and God saves you. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, I'm not done with you. I'm not finished yet. But you're absolutely right. Nobody can tell you when you at a place like that. Nobody can tell you. They can't. It's no, it's not enough hugs. It's not enough. They can't get, they can't get through because you don't feel anything. You feel nothing. Right. You feel nothing. And until you get to that place, you cannot explain it to anybody. They can never understand how you feel, but it's a place of nothingness. Yeah. Nothingness. Nothingness. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> it's 
man, you know, and it's it's only God. It's only God yeah. that can reel you back in. Yeah. And say, I didn't try suicide or nothing like that. You know, I, I think I was very, I was very strong in my faith, but I, yeah. was, I was depressed, you know, and I knew all along, like, listen, I'm not going to harm myself. But did those thoughts go through my mind? Of course. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, because that faith is there, you know that you're not going to do it. You know, right. I, I think you were a little deeper than me because of the the road the road you were on you know and the lifestyle yeah. you were living i wasn't living that lifestyle i was just depressed about yeah. other things you know what i'm saying but man yeah. i think we didn't set a word we didn't set a word we didn't say- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. man we just said a word let's talk about this businesses though how do yeah. you shifting gears how do you manage to juggle because i know for a lot of people they have they could be entrepreneurial minded or just have a lot of ideas and the hardest thing for them is to even get started so for you to get started and get these businesses in place get them in motion and running how in the world do you juggle like even me i have a hard time prioritizing things i want to do way too many things at one time and i will leave something undone and jump to the next and i'm getting better at it over these past three years i think i can say i've gotten a lot better but for those who are out there struggling and they just can't break through what how do you juggle give them some well you have to you have to you can hear me still yeah yeah i can hear you okay perfect um, so what, what you have to do is you gotta, again, it goes back to God when it comes to me, okay. because like I said, God showed me my purpose in entrepreneurship. I didn't take any courses. I didn't have any mentors. God showed me that land for me. Okay. okay. So for me, when it comes to, cause I get this question asked all the time, people be like, Johnson, how do you maintain all of your businesses? Because they're from God. Every stream of income I got is from God. Okay. And I tell people, when you are doing what God has called you to do, it's not going to feel like a burden. The mm. only the only stream I've had um, that has made me feel like a burden, I got rid of it. Because okay. I was like, obviously God did not call me to this. I was struggling. I just, I was praying for it as well. And God's like, no. Okay? Your flesh want that jauncey, but that ain't what I want you to do. That's not it. So, for instance, I, I was styling people for a point in time. Okay. That didn't work out. Okay. So, I stopped styling people. But I was fine with it. I was good with it. I started um, a credit repair company. That business lasted two days. People started harassing me for an update. Like, what is y'all talking about an update? Listen, no. Okay. <laughs> You're not about to blow up my phone and harass me. Uh-uh. It's over with. Refunds. Here y'all go. Done. Started right. the credit repair business. Ended that. Ended the styling business. Um, because these were things that I hopped out and just did. Yeah. I didn't consult with God about it. I tell people I, every stream of income that I have, I consult with God about it. I ask God to show me. Yeah. I ask God to give me the, the, the blueprint, you know, the strategy. How do you want this business to go? Like I, I literally sit down with my notebook and I allow God to speak to me and I write down and I ask God for this creative anointing. And then it goes back to the prophetic word that the woman gave me when she said, you're not going to have one business, you're going to have multiple. And literally, when I be starting businesses at first, I used to be like, man, Johnson, you need to slow down. Like, you getting overwhelmed. Then I said, no, nah, that woman told me I was going to have multiple business. She prophesied this to me, and this is what she was talking about. So I had to, you know, reality check. Okay, Johnson, go ask God, how does he want these businesses to go? So I started the hair company, the hair 
you know, the hair opened up the door to drop shipping because okay. I started drop shipping my wigs on eBay because they wasn't selling on Instagram. You know, Instagram, a lot of people already know where they're going to get their hair. When I take this bob out, I know where I'm getting my hair, just like the next moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it was hard for me to promote. A hair company is very saturated on Instagram unless yeah. I was putting hella money in ads and all of that or paying for paid promotion. At the time, I ain't have money to do that. So really, drop shipping was a game changer for me because I put six wigs up from my company on eBay and mm-hmm. they sold out overnight. And that's when I realized, okay, John C, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket because I was relying solely on Instagram. So that's how I got into drop shipping. So it went from just, you know, drop shipping my wigs and drop shipping my lingerie to now drop shipping um, fish hooks and LED lights and, and uh, oh, wow. ring lights and face steamers and all kind of just stuff that everyday you know people buy right so um started the hair company you know i think god had me in that to introduce me to drop shipping because now it's like i can i can drop ship more than just hair so i can i can have more than just a hair company so i ended my hair company as far as like promoting it on instagram i ended it you know i didn't really care to do that i went to drop shipping and that's when i started seeing the money that come with drop shipping um, I had my lingerie company and I didn't stop my lingerie company because I gave my life to God. Cause honestly, Christian women, married people, yeah. you gonna look sexy. Like that's why I tell people like, you know, sex for one is a gift of God, but God delights in his people to have sex, but under covenant, right. under wife and husband, not no boyfriend and girlfriend. God doesn't honor that. So like, you know, I didn't stop it for that. Many people thought that I had stopped my lingerie company because I, I became Christian. Like, no, it wasn't because of that. I stopped my lingerie company because I got, like, I wanted to do more. I wanted to not only sell lingerie, I wanted to sell athletic wear, men's wear, women's wear, uh, sleep wear. Like, I wanted to expand. So I didn't stop the lingerie company. I'm actually in the process of rebranding, and that's what I'm about to relaunch on my birthday, April okay. 19th. So, um, those streams that I started, you know, that I did out of my flesh just did because I was like, oh, it's going to be money up in that. It right. didn't work for me. But anytime God gave me a business, it worked out. So real estate, that's that's one that's done stuck with me. I'm helping people. I love to help people. I'm helping people sell their homes, not just buy homes. I work with sellers primarily. And I work with sellers because I call buyers liars. I call buyers snails. I can go show a buyer 20, 30 houses and they might be like, I want to go rent. You don't waste my time, my gas, my money. I don't got yes. time for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. They ready to put their home on the market and they ready to sell quicker closing, quicker commission for me. So I love that, you know, especially helping my sellers reach their goals of selling yeah. their home. They got other plans, probably want to travel now. They retired, whatever. Um, so that's one that stuck with me. Airbnb, I'm transitioning from Airbnb to pre-foreclosure homes and also long-term rentals. Okay. So with Airbnb, the state of Georgia, well, the city of Atlanta, they got a new uh, permit that you need a license in order to um, do Airbnb. And they're going to start taxing, well, they don't already started taxing um, as a wow. hotel, as if you're a hotel. Are you serious? I said, yeah, yeah, that's what's going on in Atlanta. Because there's too yeah. many of us getting to that money. Exactly. And that's what I said. I said, that's exactly what it is. Honestly, a lot of us are dominating Airbnb. And it's just crazy because I feel like God be showing me certain things before it gets to that point. Because I've been feeling like Airbnb was going to do that. Which is why I was already prepared 
to right. shift into long-term rentals. So the profit is not going to be that much. However, I'm going to, you know, it's not going to be more of a headache with Airbnb. So um, that's one at State Real Estate. Now I'm about to do the long-term rentals, pre-foreclosures. Uh, my virtual call center, okay? So my virtual, I'm going to let you ask questions. I think I'm getting ahead. Am I getting ahead? No, talk. You, okay, you, you, okay. Okay, so, so I'll say my, this. When, okay. when you when you talk about your virtual call center, uh -huh. give us an overview about it, and then answer some frequently asked questions that you get because I'm pretty sure whoever's watching this, they're probably going to have those same questions. So if you can okay. answer some frequently asked, frequently asked questions and just give us an overview of how it how it breaks down, how it's run, how someone could work under you or okay. have their own call center. Okay, so my uh, virtual call center, how I even got into that business is because when I first moved to Atlanta, I was working from home. Okay. When I first moved to Atlanta, when I when I moved back with my parents after I, after that whole situation with my right. ex, all of that, the church, all of that, when I wanted to make some legal money, my mm -hmm. mom was telling me about, you know, um, working from home under different companies such as like Airbnb, Home Depot, Comcast, Dick Sporting Good. Uh, Neiman Marcus, Carnival Cruise Lines, all it's, it's several Fortune 500 companies. Right. She was like, all you need is a laptop, you know, a phone connection, and you're good. I had my whole list set up, okay, in my room, my little office or whatever. And um, I ended up selecting the company Carnival Cruise Lines. Mm -hmm. So I, was, I went through the Carnival Cruise Lines training. I was helping people, you know, book cruises, cancel cruises. I know how to, like, even to this day, I know how to, like, if I still have the software available, I know how to book a cruise for all of us. We'll be out of here, okay? <laughs> but, like, um, yeah, so that was the company I was working for, working from home. So my mom, Fran, told me, well, not told me, told my mom and was like, your daughter's still working for Carnival Cruise Lines? My mom was like, yeah. She was like, she knows she can be her own owner on there, right? She can have her own call center. My mom was like, uh-uh, but I overheard them. So I walked up in the room, and she's telling, you know, me how I can get my own call center on the platform that I'm using. Right. So I said, hold up. I got a little pull on social media. I'm pretty sure I know at least 100 people that wants to work from home, okay? Right. So I, I did everything she told me to do, okay? And the main thing was um, get my EIN. Um, the LLC I didn't have to get right away, but just get my EIN. Think of my call center name, and that was it. That was that was all it was. Um, register my EIN onto the platform. Once I register my EIN, it's going to synchronize my EIN onto the platform, and now I have a call center. So the call center, the platform assign, assigns me a company ID, and that's how people you know sign up under me. They put in my company ID when they go to the website, and it's going to ding me on my end and say, hey, somebody wants to join your call center. Mm -hmm. I got to accept them. They're on their end going to sign some more waivers or whatever. And then I'm going to get another ding and say, it's time for you to finalize them onto the call center. Once I finalize them onto the call center, they'll be able to see all the companies that they like they want to choose from or work from. So now I don't know that I know the platform as a worker because I was working for Carnival Cruise Lines. Mm -hmm. So now I know how to tell my agents, you know, what to expect with the training, what to expect with the assessments, mm -hmm. what to expect in the virtual classroom, like the training, because you get trained, like the companies train them. That's okay. why I love my virtual call center, because I'm completely hands off. Like that call center runs itself. So, wow. um, yeah, so, you know, I was able to explain to, to them as a worker. And then as I'm training them as a worker, little do they know, I'm, I'm starting to learn as the owner, you know, like right. I'm new to this myself. But, um, you know, I figured it out, 
you know, figured it out how to, you know, um, help them as far as the, and that's the thing about being an owner. Like I said, all I had to do is accept, finalize once they onto the call center platform, send out the direct deposit form, get their information, send out the deposits. But now everything is automated. So everything, like I don't touch our call center at all. I just check in with my assistant and be like, hey, you know, like update, like, you know, what's up. But I don't have to, that business is completely hands off. So if somebody was interested, huh? I said, that's crazy. Yeah, that's, listen, this is my latest stream. This is my most consistent residual stream of income, my call center. So let me break down the numbers, okay? My call center uh, uh, fee is $49.99. Okay. When I was working, I think she was charging twenty nine ninety nine or something. I said I want to do fifty, you know, so mm. I did fifty. Um, so my cost center fee is fifty bucks per agent. I get paid by weekly, so okay. does my agents. So all I do is take out fifty bucks from their paycheck. They make their money, whatever hours they don't work. I take out fifty. That's my cost center fee. Everything else goes towards, you know, goes to them. Like that's sent out to them. So I have, as of today, 916 agents working under my call center. So 916 agents times 49.99 by weekly. That's my. That's what I'm making. Jesus Every Christ. two weeks, I can count on that. <laughs> so, and this is a this is a call center that I do not have to touch. And I tell people, people are like, man, did it take you a while to do that? First of all, no. First of all, my first Facebook post, I just said, who wants to work from home? I got a company that everybody needs. And then the Fortune 500 companies, it sells itself. Like, it makes it legitimate. It's not something I got to, you know, it's so many work from home things out here that are scams and stuff. But these Fortune 500 companies that I'm partnering with, they are the ones that pretty much give it the legitimacy that this is legit. Right. So once people see the companies that they can work for, they just, all any questions or any doubts, being skeptical, all of that is out, out the window, window. these are proven fortune 500 companies i mean exactly you know you what I'm wrong? These, are, these are companies that you passing by you driving by you might be shopping online right like these, these are companies that you, you see on an everyday basis so um yeah that's how, my most consistent how long is um how long is the training and and do they pay them to train so it depends if they taking calls they gonna get paid okay if they just learning they don't get paid Okay. So, for instance, typically, if you go to a brick and mortar, they're going to have you working on a job. So, they have to pay you. Right. However, working from home, if I'm just sitting behind a laptop like this and my, my instructor is going through slides and showing me things and showing us different softwares on what to download and, you know, how to answer to customers and da-da-da, I'm not taking no calls. You don't get paid. But what they call it is earn while you learn. So, if you are taking calls while you're in training then you'll you'll get paid for those calls that you're taking. Okay, so you do have the option to earn while you learn. Yeah, some of the companies are earned while you learn. And how long is the training? Like, what, four weeks? So training is like two to three weeks. Okay. Um, Yeah, two to three weeks. I think the longest I've seen is four weeks, but it's it's a quick, I mean, it goes by fast, okay? Then you set your own hours. You make your own schedule. That's what people love about it. Like, I got people all over the country. If you got a baby, if you got, you know, <coughs> you want to wake up in the morning, you good. Bless you. You want to go Thank to the gym and you want to clock in and work some hours, you can do that. You know, you got a kid, you put your kid to sleep and you want to hop on a computer and work like you create your own schedule. And yes, it's always hours available. It's not going to be something that's like, oh, I got to grab hours before everybody. Like, no, it's right. not like that at all. It's a dope. Listen, it's so dope. Like I tell people I did it myself. 
Like, this is how I know so much about it. I was the worker until I found out how I could become the owner. And I just scaled that. Like, I scaled the hell out of that. But I had a few TikTok videos that went viral, too, that got me to this 916 mark. <laughs> wow. But that I was is... at 121 agents for the longest before the pandemic. When the pandemic happened, it didn't even click in. It didn't even click then. Then I thought about it. I said, hold up. All these people getting laid off work. I got a whole mm -hmm. cost in it. Why am I not promoting? I had 121 agents. So for me, 121 times my 4999 by weekly, I was cool with that. Right. I was good. I thought I was eating. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm good. <laughs> Especially, I don't, I'm not really doing nothing either. Like, I was good. I said, John, see, hold up. Don't get too comfortable now. People getting laid off work. People, you know, they want, they are seeking working from home. Right. I started posting during the pandemic. That's when I got over 300 agents. I think I remember to this day it was 363 when I had looked. I had got 363 agents. Ended up making a TikTok video about it. Ended up passing that 500 mark. Made another TikTok that went viral. Like, yeah. Jesus. And I haven't made one in a minute. And it's funny because I know every single time I make one, I know it's going to go viral at this point. Even my students now, they don't caught on. Like, one of my, uh, well, a few of my students, their videos don't went viral on TikTok themselves. So I tell people, you know, work from home is not something you really got to market, push, push, push on people. Yeah, it's something everybody that wants to do it. Everybody wants to do yeah. it. Everybody exactly. wants convenience in their life. And mm -hmm. that, that's just the selling point at first and foremost. And then, like you said, the yep. first 500 companies, that just makes it so much easier. So you, exactly. you don't even have to do payroll. You don't do. No, I don't. I don't. Do, well, in the beginning I was, but okay. now, no. I got a whole payroll team. Like they, they handle all of that. Okay. I legit, I check in with my sister and be like, Hey, you know, what's up? Like we'll go to lunch. She's in Atlanta. She's Atlanta based. So I'll be like, you know, what's the update? Right. Like, hold on. Are you good? What's the update? Like, you know, so wow. I don't touch anything. So, Only time I'm in is just to see what's going on. So the companies will pay you and then you pay them. Is that how that works? Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll get an invoice for every single uh, agent. And that's what I'm saying. That that's too much. I don't think I don't know. I don't remember the last time I done looked at all the invoices. <laughs> In the beginning, I was maintaining it. Like when I yeah. had the 121 agents, I was maintaining. It. Like I was. That's. But I got to the point where I was like, John C, you need a team. Like yeah, but 900. I was that people? girl. I was that girl that ain't trust nobody. Yeah. Okay. Mind you, like I said, just I I had to see why you got to secure the soul. Okay. Yeah. Because my soul, I was still not trusting people based off the friend mm -hmm. that knew about, you know, my ex being set up, yeah. that whole situation. Yeah. So I was still triggered from that. Don't trust nobody, John C. You can't trust nobody, okay? That it was affecting. I was overworking myself because I didn't want to get no team. That's why you got to secure the soul. You got to heal in real life. So I got a team. Um, and... My team is amazing. For one, I prayed for my team. I prayed for God to place people into my life that were, you know, God-oriented, Christ-centered people mm -hmm. that work with integrity, that work with, you know, like they they want to work to help me build what I what God has called me to create. So my team is amazing. Like, yeah, that opportunity <laughs> is amazing. That man, yeah. listen, I might have to look into that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's so dope. It's very it's a hands-off like working from home as an agent is good itself you know you make your own schedule make your own hours that's what i liked about it but being the owner it's it's a stream that is so 
hands off. Like it's you don't have to do much at all. Yeah, Mind would, you, you get insistent on somebody, you really ain't gonna have to do nothing. I would definitely want to own that. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, if somebody wants to work under you or do their own thing, how could they get in contact with you? And then you have the coaching too, as well, the class or something like that. Yeah. So, uh, www five star connections www five star connections co co. Okay. And it's five F I B E. So they go on my website, put in their email. It's going to send them instructions on how to work from home. You know, it's going to be the same process. They're going to put in my company ID. It's going to alert my assistant. She's going to accept them. It's going to alert her again to finalize them. Then my assistant's going to send out the welcome onboarding thing, and they can choose a job from there and get ready for training and get ready to start working from home. And as far as only one, so I'm in a, oh gosh, um, I'm so like, <laughs> I'm still praying on it because so many people have been asking me, John C, are you going to stop doing the courses now that you're doing the mentorship? And honestly, yeah, like I launched my mentorship the other day because I want to teach people again, how to secure the soul and secure the streams. That's the mentor that I want to be. And inside my mentorship, I'm going to be teaching how to start your six figure call center, real estate, okay. Airbnb. You know, I'm going to be teaching all the streams that I have secured in real life. Right. Like I said, I don't teach on anything I don't know. I can't teach on car rentals. I don't do that. Right. I can't teach on credit. I don't do that. I got a credit person, a credit specialist. She's amazing when it comes to business credit, business funding, all of that. She's going to be talking to my mentees, you know, helping them repair their credit, get approved for funding and all of that. So that's going to be that. So my mentorship, um, you know, they can right now it's early bird it's an early bird special i haven't launched it i'm launching it on my birthday officially but right now it's an early bird special and they can message me on instagram if they are interested in that and i will set up a call with them to see if we're going to be a good fit because i don't just want and i don't i'm not going to be working with just anybody like i'm legit going to be seeing like where you at Mm -hmm. because what i what i don't do is like i'm not going i can't make a boss Right. I can't make a, I can't do that for you. Like it gotta be in you. You yeah. ain't gotta have it cultivated, but I need that seed to already be there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I need it to already be there. And then I just help it come into fruition, but I'm not about to, you know, you out here doing all this crazy stuff and wondering why certain things not going right. Like I can't work with that. Like, cause yeah, I know gotta what have, it is. Like, yeah. I know what comes with it. Like I can't, I can't do that. Yeah, and you're not in it to babysit because it's some people that you, yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? You got to get people who can take the knowledge and run with it and not just every two seconds is a question is a question. You know, questions are cool. But when it's like, listen, we went over this. I've taught you this. Like, you're just not, you don't want to do it yourself. You want me to do it. Right. You want me to do it for you. And that's the problem. Because if I'm working smart and not hard, like, I'm working smart and not hard because I don't work my way there. You know what I'm saying? In the beginning, I had to work hard. You know, I, I I can't stand when I see posts nowadays where it's like everybody trying to um everybody trying to work hard, not me. I'm trying to work smart. Yeah, you can do that. That sounds cute and all, but when you build a business from the beginning, you need to work hard. You need yeah. to put work in. Okay, you can be smart about it, but a lot of people are really trying to bash working hard, staying up long nights and all of that. Mm-hmm. I'm so pro that. In the beginning, yes. that's what built me. In the late nights, that's when God is speaking to me when I'm up at night. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I don't, 
I'm totally a, against that that mindset. When you have built it and you know better and you start putting automations and systems in place, yeah, cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Work smart. Don't be staying up all night. Get you some rest. Da, da, da. But in the building, when God gives you a vision, you got to go at it. Like, you got to, you know, you, you can't play games with it. Yes. You're speaking exactly why this show exists. It's exactly yeah. why the show exists because I got tired of seeing on Instagram people making everything look easy and then the people yeah. who have the questions, they can't get the information because nobody wants to be transparent about where they came from, what they did to get there, even if if it's even real. Because a lot of people, yeah. okay. crazy, you know what I mean? So Listen, I got um on this on, on this phone, I probably got like five more minutes. I just want to let you know. Okay, no, you good. Um, We're about to so, end it. So it so it doesn't you know end on us but um what i also want to say to your point if they doing it like you said for real that's why i started my my youtube channel and my podcast in real life because i got tired of seeing people talk about certain things and i meet up with people and in real life it's a completely situation uh-huh. you know especially in atlanta i yes. hate to say but i'm in caplanta i'm in a i'm in a city where people you can post a picture in front of a royce Royce, and people think you just got it like that i'm in a city where you can hang with certain people and they think that you bosses like them when you really the worker so like i thank god for discernment and that's why i started my 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 um my podcast like i said because i talk about in real life situations not the sugar coating not the stuff that Mm -hmm. people see on social media like i've seen this this reel today and it was a TikTok sound where it's like, um, she posted, she put writing on the video and it was like, do you really, did you really take the shortcut by, of getting rich by marrying a wealthy man? But the TikTok is like, hmm, yeah, I don't know if you heard that, but that's the sound that she did to it. So that was the writing on it. And she pretty much saying, hmm, yeah, that's what I did. And when I go to her page, she's teaching people how to do funnels and how to build a, a Shopify store and all of this. Mm-hmm. Why would I ever listen to you? Right. And you just made a whole video talking about you got rich, okay, by marrying a wealthy man. Even if you do know how to set up Shopify stores, you can't teach me nothing about working for it because you right. didn't. Because you're sitting you know comfortable. So you don't, in real you... life, <laughs> in real life, you didn't work for that. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah man I, yeah. I love what you're doing this you know i'm very yeah. mindful of where i put my face where i put my brand because i don't care for opportunity i'll never forget my dance teacher when i was younger she told me she said if you drink from every cup you're gonna you're gonna end up poisoned yep. and at, at at that age i'm like what this woman talking about at my grown age now, my little grown age, I know exactly what she was talking about. You can't drink from every cup. I don't have people reach out to me when I do interviews and I go look at their page and all I see is everything contrary to what I believe in. Right. No, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I, res- I I love what you're doing in real life. Thank so, you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, no, seriously. It's, I don't take it for granted, man, because I, I, yeah. I see what you're doing. You got everything going on. So I was like, man, I appreciate you just taking the time to, you know, come on here. Bless everybody yeah. that's going to see this, you know, because that's, that's, yeah. that's the real gym. This is what this is right. for. You know what I mean? Right. So, like I said, I, I do it for them. I can't do it without them. I can't do it without you. So. Yes. It's humble, you know, really, really am. And uh, you're doing amazing things. Continue to do amazing things. I'll be praying for you. I'll be rooting for you. 
um, cheering you on, checking in, all that good stuff. Happy birthday. If I don't say, tell you, you on Instagram, <laughs> I like to tell you in real life, you know? Right. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yes, for sure, for sure. Well, just tell everybody where they can find you on Instagram. Give them the website once again, and we'll wrap it up. I know your phone is your juice is going on the phone, so yeah. It's and this is the this is the new phone, so I'm just like, what's going? I don't know. I don't know. It drops so quickly, but anywho, um, and then my charger ain't gonna reach. It don't it don't reach that far. But anywho, <laughs> okay, you guys can follow me. Find me on Instagram at I'm dot I am dot j-o-n-c-i um on tiktok queen of many streams queen of many streams like streams of income but it's just queen of many streams um my work from home website www.fivestarconnections.co um my airbnb um website www.airbnbpros.com um, my real estate website, www.toptiersellers.com. Um, but if you're interested in the mentorship, you know, if you get those courses, I'm, I'm about to take those links out, first of all. Like, I'm about to, like I said, I'm about to stop the courses and do the mentorship. The mentorship, shoot me a message um, on Instagram, and I'll give you more information about that. But, um, my podcast on Spotify and Apple and Real Life Talk or my name, John C. J. O. N. C. I. Um, and my YouTube in Real Life Talk or my name, John C. J. O. N. C. I. And I, I got everything covered down in the description. Yeah. Everything <laughs> yeah. I got to add the real estate website and the Airbnb website. So okay. I'll add that. So everybody, I'm telling you, it's like 20 links down there. So. Oh, Lord. Okay. I, well, that's I, good. I, no, it's good. I got you covered. I got you covered. For sure. This well, listen, great. thank this you was, yeah. so much. Thank you thank so you. much. Yeah, very much appreciate it. Love what you're doing. Continue to grow within Likewise. yourself, within God, and just continue prophesizing and pouring into people. Um, Likewise. Thank you so much. Yeah. Hey, everybody. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. You know, once again, we are here, episode 122. You can catch me every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You never know who I might have dropping these gems, giving you that value. All right, that's what we do it for. Until next time, peace and love, y'all. Don't go, hey, don't go nowhere real quick, okay? I'm not. All right, don't go nowhere. All right, peace <laughs> and love, y'all. We out of here. <laughs> <laughs>